All right, Patrick Line signed a two-year deal. Let's get right to the hotline and welcome in TSN insider Frank Saravelli. The Afternoon Line Hotline. Brought to you by Chris Pennycook of Royal LePage Dynamic Realty. 204-989-5000. Frank, great to have you. I know you were tight for time. We'll get right to it. Uh, two years, 6.75 AAV for Patrick Line. How did it get done and what do you think? Oh, how did it get done? Uh, I kind of gave you guys an insight into how it was working out exactly last week. You can rewind the tape. I said two-year <laughs> deal somewhere. I wouldn't be surprised anywhere between six and eight million bucks. They almost split the middle. They shade the AAV on the side of the Winnipeg Jets, of course, at 6.75, getting to kind of the middle there. And then Line A on the back end of the deal, uh, year two, with his real salary being $7.5 million, that, of course, benefits him a bit uh, heading into what would be a RFA arbitration year. Um, you know, essentially, this could be a three-year deal with that last year qualified at $7.5 million. bucks. So that would certainly work for the Winnipeg Jets if he continues to produce on the upward trajectory that they're hoping that he does. And I love this deal from the Patrick Line perspective. He gets to put $13.5 bucks in his pocket over the next two years. And he bet on himself. He believes that he's an elite, elite goal scorer. He does something in this league that very few guys do. If he can get back to that 40, 45 goal window, he's got a major payday waiting two years from now. Sounds like Kyle Connor will go for a little longer term, but are you surprised it's taking this long for him in particular? Uh, not really. Um, I, I mentioned to you guys last week as well that I'd be shocked if Kyle Connor signs before Patrick Line just because he was looking longer term. And for a guy that's signing line A on a short-term deal, obviously the numbers are way different, and you want to make sure that you're basing your number uh, sort of off of what his short-term deal is. So I wouldn't, you know, the report the other day was that the two sides weren't close, Kyle Connor and the Jets. I wouldn't be surprised if they get close and get a deal done in relatively short order. You know, I'm thinking by Monday. The, the leverage from the player's perspective starts to wane Certainly from the team's perspective as well, I've written about the fact that once you get past the start of the regular season, that the dollars in that first year on the AAV start to climb for the Jets. So they're going to want to get it done, and certainly for Patrick, for uh, Kyle Connor, he's not going to want to miss uh, any time in, in terms of a payday as well. Uh, Frank, uh, there's also, I mean, this is outside of the dollars and cents, but I would imagine Kyle Connor's kind of eager to get back and reclaim his spot riding shotgun with Mark Scheifele and Blake Wheeler before somebody else does. Well, that's always kind of the danger is that you get Wally pipped in the process, right? So, um, you know, I, I don't think that there is much real danger in that when you look at how the Jets, you know, lines have looked up front. You know, without those two guys in the lineup, uh, Line A and Connor, things have looked rather thin at times, and that's not even letting ourselves get to the blue line um, and, and really how thin that looks. So uh, there's certainly some work to be done, but the quicker that the Jets can get um, you know, Kyle Connor back in the lineup. I'll be with the team in New York on Thursday as they open the season. Um, you know, certainly that minimizes distractions in what's been a circus like training camp for this team. Frank Sidney Crosby gets his number, now junior number, and Ramuski retired tonight. And it's fun that uh, Lafreniere is, is the guy that's on that team, of course, and we'll see this firsthand. Yeah, it's kind of a really nice, neat night. I'm sitting here in the parking lot in Ramuski uh, before all this takes place. And you know, the first thing you ask yourself is, what took so long? Sidney Crosby's been in the NHL for 14 years now. 
uh, been away from Ramuski. Why are they just retiring his jersey now? I think it was a schedule thing in terms of him making it back here. They found a night that works. It's their 25th anniversary season at their opening here in Ramuski. And, and really what uh, an incredible legacy this franchise has. If Alexi Lafreniere, who will meet his boyhood idol tonight before the game and Sidney Crosby, does go number one overall as he's projected to in, in June's draft, that's going to give this franchise three number one picks uh, since they've come to Ramuski. Vinny LeCavier, of course, in 98. You've got Crosby in 05 and Lafreniere potentially in 2020. There's only one team, uh, one franchise around Canada that can stake claim to that, and that's the OHL's London Knights, the powerhouse there. We know the top players that they've produced. Uh, so to be in that same class uh, and category is, is an incredible honor. And uh, for this this franchise in the city, we're a real hockey town. Uh, looking forward to taking in their home opener tonight. Hey, hey Frank, just before we uh, let you go, we talked about the Line A deal, the Connor situation. Uh, uh-huh. What's next for Miko Ranton? And does the Line A deal at all help him get something done with the Avalanche? Yeah, I think it kind of nudges everyone forward a little bit. I mean, We've seen the trickle-down effect that's happened with all the rest of these guys. And you've seen the markets that market that's been set on both short-term bridge deals and uh, longer-term deals. Um, and so then, you know, you put that all in perspective, the Colorado Avalanche have a very specific team structure that they've been trying to force Nico Rantanen into. I think they're willing to go beyond that a little bit if they can lock him up to a long-term deal. I think that's certainly their preference, but... The hesitation from some of these guys, knowing that the salary cap is going to change drastically once this new American TV rights deal comes in in two years, they want to wait and see if they can get paid a little bit now and a much larger chunk later. So, um, you know, I didn't think that we'd be in this position maybe a week or 10 days ago, but there is a chance with only two guys left in Connor and Nico Rantanen that everyone could be in their respective lineup on opening night, which would really be something. Frank, have a great one tonight in Ramuski. Thanks so much for doing this. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks, Frank. Off there is Frank Saravelli, TSN Insider. And uh, I see Scott Billick of the Winnipeg Sun has just tweeted out that Kyle, uh, Patrick Laine spoke very briefly with the Finnish reporter, was asked about his reaction, and he said, all I can say is that it is a great relief. So uh, he's relieved. He and Rantanen are on the way to Helsinki right now. He'll get on a plane and uh, be here in Winnipeg, meet the media, and practice with the Winnipeg Jets on Monday as they get ready for the first road trip of the season later on next week. We're going to be a little bit uh, cut short because we've got Blue and Gold Game Day coming up at 5.30. Big game for the Bombers. Of course, the Ticats in town. So, But we'll still have time for Be a Player, the payoff, coming up after 5. We certainly will. It's all coming up before Olympic Blue and Gold Game Day begins at 5.30. We'll come back and hear Dave Poulin's reaction to the Line A deal and much more. You're listening to the Afternoon Ride, and this is TSN 1290.